Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is all about kindness and thinking of others. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features a young girl and her family, some friends and neighbors, and a special day to remember. So without further ado, here is our story, A Different Kind of Thanksgiving. Normally, Lacey loved Thanksgiving. She loved going to visit her grandparents and cousins, playing games with them, and eating all the delicious Thanksgiving food and desserts. But this year, Lacey was not looking forward to Thanksgiving at all. Because most of her cousins' families would be visiting the other sides of their family for Thanksgiving this year, her grandparents had decided to take a special trip to the Grand Canyon over Thanksgiving to visit some friends in Arizona. Which meant Lacey, her teenage brother Seth, and their mom were going to be doing Thanksgiving all on their own. It's not going to be the same, Lacey moaned to her mom a couple of days before the holiday. Her mom took a deep breath and sighed. I know, honey, but there's not a lot we can do about that. But we can still try to have an amazing and fun day together. How? Well, her mom said, flipping through a cookbook she'd gotten at the library. I've been trying to find a good recipe so we can make the turkey ourselves. And we can make some mashed potatoes, and I can pick up a pie from the store. You want apple? And pumpkin, Seth called from across the room, barely glancing up from his phone. Grandma always made me a pumpkin pie. Lacey sat down at the kitchen table, still frowning. The food won't be all the same. I mean, who can make Grandma's mac and cheese? Only Grandma can make Grandma's mac and cheese. And there won't be any kids for me to play with. Later that afternoon, Lacey and her mom climbed into the car and went to the grocery store to pick up things for their Thanksgiving meal. Lacey pushed the cart down the aisle as her mom checked off things on her list. As they came around the corner of one aisle, Lacey nearly rammed the cart into another shopping cart being pushed by an older gentleman. Oh, hello, Mr. Park, Lacey's mom said, greeting their neighbor from across the street. Sorry about that. How are you doing? I am doing well, the man replied. But Lacey didn't think he was being quite honest. His wife had died earlier that year, and they hadn't seen Mr. Park out and about much since then. Lacey remembered her mom had said she thought he was still really sad. Mr. Park had a son, but he was in the military and had been stationed in Germany for quite a while, so he didn't get home very often to see Mr. Park. Are you going anywhere for Thanksgiving? Lacey's mom asked. Mr. Park shook his head. No, I will be staying home. Have a good day. As he began to push his cart past them to continue his shopping, Lacey had an idea. Would you like to come to our house for Thanksgiving? She asked him. We're staying home this year, and so it's just me and Mom and Seth. She looked at her mom, realizing she probably should have checked with her first. Would that be okay, Mom? Her mom gave a sudden smile and nodded. What a wonderful idea. Please say you'll come have Thanksgiving dinner with us, Mr. Park. He seemed a little shocked by the invitation and took a moment to speak. Well, he finally said, I don't know. Lacey pointed to the contents of their shopping cart. You won't have to bring anything since Mom and Seth and I are going to make the food. You could just come over and eat it with us. 
The older man finally nodded, and Lacey thought she saw the hint of a smile on his lips. Okay, I will see you then. Mr. Park headed down another aisle, and Lacey looked to her mom, who was giving her a big smile. I'm so proud of you, honey, her mom said, giving her a hug. That was a very kind and thoughtful idea to invite Mr. Park over for Thanksgiving. Another idea flashed in Lacey's mind. Mom, what if we invited other people too? What do you mean? Her mom said. Well, are there other people we know who might want to come over for Thanksgiving? You know, other people like Mr. Park? Lacey's mom thought about it for a moment. I don't know. Let's keep thinking on it and we'll see if we can think of anyone else to invite. When they got home, they told Seth about their idea as they unpacked the groceries. Could I invite my friend Marco and his family? Seth asked, putting away a gallon of milk. His grandparents and cousins all still live in Mexico, and I bet they don't really have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving either. Their mom picked up Seth's phone from the counter and handed it to him with a wide smile. Send him a text. We'd love to have them over. And later that night, as Lacey was brushing her teeth, she realized she knew another couple of people who might want to come over. She finished brushing her teeth and then raced down to the living room where her mom was reading a book. Can we invite Miss Caproni and Mr. Jim? Her mom looked at her in confusion. Miss Caproni, your first grade teacher? And who's Mr. Jim? Mr. Jim is one of the custodians and he's super nice. He always smiles and jokes around with us kids when he sees us, and he always makes sure our classroom is nice and clean. I don't think he has anywhere to go for Thanksgiving because he said the other day he was thinking of waxing the cafeteria floor that day since everyone would be gone. And Miss Caproni is from New York, and I remember her saying when I was in her class that she usually only goes back for Christmas, so she probably needs a place to go for Thanksgiving too. Lacey's mom thought about it for a moment and then pulled her laptop over from the coffee table. Okay, I'll shoot them both an email and we'll see. To Lacey and her mom's amazement, both Mr. Jim and Miss Caproni emailed back the next day and said they would love to come over. And with Marco's family coming, along with Mr. Park, their Thanksgiving dinner had gone from three people to twelve. Thanksgiving morning, Lacey woke bright and early, got dressed, and hurried into the kitchen where her mom was already working on getting the turkey ready to go into the oven. They peeled potatoes and got them boiling on the stove, and when Seth finally got up, he got the job of setting the long table in the dining room with eleven sets of dishes and glasses. Then their mom had him run next door to the Larson's house. Realizing that Marco had a little brother who would need a high chair, Lacey's mom had asked the Larson's if she could borrow their high chair for the day, as the Larson's would be taking off to go visit family out of town. The Larsons had left the high chair on their front step, and Seth returned with it along with a note and a long, neatly wrapped box. What's this? Their mom said, taking the note and box. She opened the note and then smiled. What is it? Lacey asked. Oh, the Larsons wanted to leave us a little extra holiday cheer to share with our guests today. She opened the box to reveal a delightful treat. Chocolates! Lacey said, reaching for one of the beautifully crafted little chocolate bites, but her mom closed the box and set it on the counter. We are going to share these with our friends today, she said. So that means you will have to wait until later to have one. Soon the house smelled of roast turkey, stuffing, and mashed potatoes. As the noon hour drew near, the doorbell rang, and Lacey hurried to answer it. Standing in the doorway was a tall woman with curly black hair and a bright smile. Hello, Miss Caproni, Lacey said to her. You came! The woman stepped inside and handed Lacey something in a white box. It felt cold in Lacey's hands. Thank you for inviting me, Lacey. 
Your mom said in her email that it was your idea to invite me, and I must say I was honored that you thought of me. It's been a few years since you were in my class. I'm glad you could come, but, um, what do you want me to do with this? She said, indicating the box. Would you be able to put it in a fridge? It's a dessert my mom used to make called tiramisu. I can't really bake very well, so I bought it from a store. I hope that's okay, Miss Caproni said, taking off her coat and hanging it on a hook by the wall. Yep, Lacey said. Follow me! But no sooner had they arrived in the kitchen and Lacey had put the box in the fridge when the doorbell rang again. Lacey and her brother both ran to the door. Hey, Marco, Seth said as Marco and his family came inside. Come on in. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Gonzalez. Marco's mom smiled shyly, a little baby boy in one arm and the other carrying a bag with something that smelled spicy and delicious. Mr. Gonzalez shook Seth's hand, clapping a hand on his shoulder. We are happy to be here, Mr. Gonzalez said to Seth. Thank you for inviting us. Marco was carrying a large pan covered in aluminum foil, and from behind his tall legs, Lacey could see two pairs of eyes staring at her. Seth crouched down and smiled at the two little girls hiding behind his friend. Hola, he said to them in Spanish. He pointed to Lacey and she waved at the girls. Ella es mi hermana, Lacey. Ella es muy divertida. ¿Quieren jugar con ella? Lacey listened in amazement. She knew her brother enjoyed his Spanish class at school, and it was fun to hear him use what he'd learned. One of the girls, the older one, poked her head out from behind her brother and, looking at Lacey a moment longer, gave a nod with a small smile. Lacey held out her hand. Come on, I'll show you my room! The older girl came and took her hand, and then the younger one came and took her sister's hand. Together the three of them went to Lacey's room, and both girls immediately squealed with joy when they saw Lacey's toys. They started playing together immediately. The older girl knew a few words in English, and she and Lacey were able to talk a bit, but it didn't really matter. They could have fun and play together even if they were speaking different languages. The doorbell rang again, and Lacey told the girls she'd be right back. She ran to the door and found Mr. Park and Mr. Jim both standing there. Hello, she greeted them. Welcome to our house. The two men came inside, Mr. Jim smiling wide and laughing. Well, my little Miss Lacey, I gotta say, when I got your mom's email saying you wanted me to come for Thanksgiving, I could hardly believe it. I don't think anyone has ever invited me to their home like this before. It made my heart so very happy. Thank you. You're welcome, Lacey said. I brought some fruit, he said, indicating the grocery bag he brought with him. And I brought something too, Mr. Park said, holding up a round blue plastic container. I don't know if anyone will want some, but I brought some kimbap. We'll bring it all to the kitchen, Lacey said, already leading them from the front door and down the corridor to the kitchen. Lacey found her mom and the other adults were chatting in the kitchen as her mom and Marco's mom worked on finishing the food, and Marco's dad and Miss Caproni took things to the table. Introductions were done all around, and soon even Mr. Park was smiling as he chatted with Mr. Jim and Marco's dad. The meal was perhaps a little unusual compared to Lacey's traditional Thanksgiving meal. It had turkey and stuffing, mashed potatoes, and pumpkin pie but there were also steaming cornmeal tamales that Mrs. Gonzalez had made herself, along with a red spicy soup she called pozole, which Marco told them was his favorite part of many Mexican holiday celebrations. Mr. Park shyly put his blue container on the table, which held small wheels of rice and other things wrapped in a thin, dark green sort of paper around the edge. Is that sushi? Seth asked him. Mr. Park smiled and shook his head. Sushi is from Japan. This is Korean gimbap. It is my favorite thing. What's in it? 
Marco asked, picking up one of the wheels to inspect it. It is rice, pork, carrot, pickled radish, and egg, wrapped in nori, or dried seaweed. Marco's eyes widened. Seaweed? That's what this green stuff is on the outside? Seth picked one up as well and popped it into his mouth. A smile grew on his lips as he chewed. Hey, that's pretty good, he said as he swallowed and grabbed another from the container. You're a good cook, Mr. Park. He gave some to Lacey and she took a tentative bite. It was good. Marco tried his and he too liked it so much he took another. After everyone had had their fill of the Thanksgiving meal, the kids all went to the living room and Seth put on a bowling game on the gaming system so they could each take a turn playing. Then they got out a few board games and played together. Meanwhile, the adults sat at the table talking and laughing. As the day finally wound down to an end and everyone was packing to go home, Mr. Park came over to Lacey and held out his hand. I wanted to thank you again for inviting me, Lacey. I had the best day I have had in a very long time. Instead of taking his hand, she rushed to give him a hug. You can come over any time for dinner that you want, Mr. Park. I liked having you here. And that food you brought was really good. He hugged her back, and when he straightened, she could see his eyes were a little teary. Thank you. I would love to come over for dinner again sometime. As Lacey, Seth, and their mom waved goodbye to their guests as they headed down the driveway, Lacey felt her heart was as full of happy, thankful feelings as her stomach was full of good, tasty food. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, A Different Kind of Thanksgiving. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Lacey had a lot to be thankful for at her Thanksgiving meal surrounded by new friends, lots of fun and laughter, and delicious food. What are some things you are thankful for? Feel free to draw a picture of things that you're grateful for and ask an adult to help you share it with us, either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media, where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination. Whiskers and Wings Podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales, theme music by Ruth Richmond.